Hi guys, welcome to the Mirror Club. My name is Vutlechna. If this is your first time seeing me, I am the host of this show where we essentially get down to some chats about self-discovery, self-knowledge, self-acceptance, and ultimately self-transcendence. And we do this by looking in the metaphorical mirror and really gazing deep and trying to understand who we truly are. I'm really sorry I've been away. Um, but I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. And today we're gonna be diving into a little bit of Jungian psychology as well as teeny bit of spirituality. Um, it's a concept that's based in both worlds, but I don't know how far I'm gonna dive into the spirituality aspect unless it gets a little crazy for this episode, but we're definitely gonna cover the spiritual aspect of it in eventual episodes. But today's topic is basically the shadow, okay? So we're going to talk about what the shadow is, how you can identify it, how it's created, and um, also just why you need to even know what it is. Um, and hopefully going through this process of kind of chatting about what it is, you guys will be able to recognize it in yourselves, work on it, and ultimately come to have a much more satisfied, integrated, holistic life because you understand a little bit more of yourself. So jumping in straight away, what is the shadow, okay? So according to Carl Jung, the shadow is the parts of your personality that are disowned or unconscious. And that can be extended a little bit further to the parts of your personality and yourself that you don't accept and the parts that you dislike, okay? So if you guys know and you have watched the episode prior or maybe you're just in the know about this concept, we spoke about the ego. Basically, the ego, as we've said, is who you think you are. Who is you? When you say I, all of the things that pop up, I believe this, I am this, I don't like this, I don't do this, I do this, I do that. That being your I, that's the ego. The shadow is the antithesis of that. It's what you say, I'm not like that. I don't believe in that. I don't do this. I don't do that. I don't like that. That is what ends up those parts of your personality are what end up in your shadow because we just kind of deny them. And the process where this is happening, basically, is the socialization process or what some refer to as the culturalization process. So when you come into the world, you're a raw baby, you haven't been molded into anything, you just come as you are. But as you're growing, you're taught that this is acceptable while this is unacceptable. This Will make people like you while this will make people deplore you this will yield positive results and this will yield negative results and while you're going through that process of you know observing or being taught being brought up you start to constitute things into their different places so i spoke about the ego so you have things that you integrate into your ego like this is me oh i learned that it's good to be pleasant and polite and all that good stuff and then the things that go to your shadow. I was taught that it's bad to be rude and that it's bad to be, um, and it's bad to be mean-spirited and all of that, and that goes into your shadow. There is a third aspect, which is your persona, and that's more your outward-facing appearance, like how people understand you, like, or not how people understand you, but what you want people to see of you, like you have your work face, and you have your friend's face, and you have, you know, persona just meaning your mask, I suppose. Um, then you have some things that you shelve under that. Um, but yeah, there are those three. But during that culturalization process, you essentially start relegating certain things into the shadow, right? 
and it all depends on which culture you come from or which family you come from there's many different agents of socialization so some of it's the media some of it's your family some of it's religion some of it's your your country and society some of it's education so depending on what types of those institutions you were put in around the world or in your city or whatever different people have different things that they find to be positive negative acceptable or non-acceptable within the human personality so that also comes to me wanting to just explain that the shadow even though it sounds like dodge and it sounds dark like oh the shadow the dark side and all of that and I mean, I haven't come up with the title for this video, but I'm probably going to clickbait people by like, your darkness, it's your dark side. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that because it's the shadow that everything that's inside of it is like evil or reprehensible, right? Because if one culture, for example, is super conservative and you're brought up to believe that it's not like cool to be out there or super charismatic or super loud then you might not be those things and you relegate those parts of yourself to the shadow because maybe when you were being too playful or too rambunctious as a kid you were told that's not how to be that's impolite so then you stopped it right um whereas in another society let's say america like being a big personality is something that's actually um celebrated and it's like wow that person's got charisma that person's gonna go far they're gonna be a leader they could be an actor they could be an entertainer so then in that type of a society, that might be put into someone's ego rather than their shadow, right? But then even in those separate societies, people are in different families. So in their family, maybe a kid in America, right, which I've stereotyped as where everyone's loud and I'm sorry, um, but you get you get the drift. Basically, there could be a kid in America and they were born into a family where they were super gregarious and super excitable and even though maybe the society generally doesn't mind that the family made them feel bad for being that way right um or they were told don't be too loud or whatever else and then they end up relegating that part of them to the shadow as well right so these things which could be gold nuggets that could maybe help them i mean charisma you never hurt by like having a little bit of charisma um being persuasive those types of things um yeah, someone might be able to use that for their career or for whatever else. And now they think that they're not those things because they have relegated it to the shadow. Okay. So that's basically how I wanted to show that certain things in terms of um, the shadow, it might not all be bad, right? It might not all be bad. Some of it might be innocuous. Some of it is kind of bad and you don't want it to exist in the world. Like it's great that we're taught you shouldn't murder, you shouldn't... Um, just be a terrible person to someone else and it's good that those parts of you end up in the shadow but the thing is as Young says that they're disowned parts of yourself they are parts of yourself so they are there we come into this world whole we come into this world light and dark we come into this world dynamic just comprehensive beings and when we go through this process of culturalization and we split the ego from the shadow and we're just like putting things in one silo and putting things in the other the thing is, the things that you put in the shadow are always going to be there. They always exist. They never go away because you haven't gotten rid of them. You've just hid them from the light of your consciousness, the light of your consciousness, which beams down on your ego. So I guess the best way to illustrate this, like the fact that it's always still there. I don't know if you guys have ever had those experiences where um, something happens, right? and you react to it like a knee-jerk type of thing 
and you don't know what comes over you and you just behave in a certain way that you're like yo i didn't mean to do that i don't know where that came from that's crazy i'm sorry that might be a manifestation of your shadow oh someone's driving in sorry my um someone who lives my neighbor is driving in and whenever he looks up at me talking on camera i feel very embarrassed Generally, I just feel embarrassed about a lot of shit. But anyway, um, yeah, so that might be a manifestation of your shadow. Um, it could be anger. Like people are like, yo, I just blacked out. I saw red. I didn't know what was going on. And I just attacked. Right. That is your shadow self. You might think of yourself as, oh, I'm kind. I'm calm. I don't do this. I don't say this. But when that thing comes out, where's it coming from? You aren't possessed. It's a part of you that is trying to live a part of you that is trying to be expressed and because you never acknowledge it because you've disowned it because you've said that it's not you it comes on its own it's uncontrollable there's no way that you can really control something that you are unacquainted with you know similarly though because like i did say it's not all bad stuff i don't know if you've ever had moments of brilliance <laughs> that just overcome you say you have to say a speech in front of your class and you find yourself you think you're a shy person and you're like i don't know how i'm gonna do this then you go up and you kind of just black out you go into a trance and you deliver the fuck out of that speech or that presentation or whatever it is and you do really well and you're like wow was that me was that me? Because you've always thought of yourself as like a shy person, but then that side of you comes out of you. Why? Because that's inside of you as well. You are whole. You have the cap you have infinite capacity within you. So these things end up popping up. So now we've spoken about what the shadow is, kind of how it's created, right? And the reason that you need to know about it, I've kind of touched on it a little bit, but there are reasons that you do need to understand the shadow. Firstly, because when you have this split in your persona and your personality where it's like, this is dark, this is like, they don't marry, you can get a lot of, um, you can get a lot of pain and just discomfort and self-critique from that because as I said, you haven't gotten rid of the shadow. It's always going to keep popping up. So what happens is when it pops up, you start to get distressed, you start to get upset. You're like, I don't know where this is coming from. Why is this happening? Because you don't accept that that is a part of you. Or you might feel really embarrassed when you do something that you've always... You know when people talk about hypocrisy and everyone... No one wants to be a hypocrite, right? Everyone's like, I'm not a hypocrite. I stand by my word, blah, 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 blah. But then you end up becoming a hypocrite because you end up doing something that you are so vehemently against, right? And that happens because that's a part of your shadow. So a reason why is because you don't want those two to have that kind of severing and um split between them you want to be whole basically you want to be a whole person and you also want to be able to be acquainted with the parts of yourself that you that you've disowned so that they don't come out when you aren't expecting them or in ways that are destructive to other people so how can you recognize what is in your shadow because as young said it's the unconscious parts of you so how am i going to know what parts of me are unconscious? Like, how am I going to know what I don't see and what isn't conscious to me? So there are a couple of ways that you can recognize your shadow. And one of the first ways that most people talk about is in projection. You project outside of yourself 
what you think is not within you you put it onto somebody else or onto something else and you say that thing is that thing that i am not and you have so much emotion behind it and it can manifest as hatred it can manifest as criticism but it can also manifest as admiration you know because like i said there might be some gold in your shadow I don't know if you know little boys and they like look up to like teenage boys and they're like oh that kid's so cool when I grow up I'm gonna be just like that kid right because they have projected all of this maybe bravery valor being wise you know all of these types of things onto that older kid that they don't think that they have within themselves but obviously they're eventually going to become a teenager and then they're going to own those parts of themselves and it's like there was no split you were just projecting good things out onto you out onto somebody else sorry when you think about celebrities we often project stuff out onto celebrities we're like oh my gosh they're so amazing they're so beautiful they're so talented they're so flawless and we do that i mean a lot now and you guys can see even with cancel culture that people like come for celebrities so hard because they projected all of this virtue onto humans who have all of these sides to them negative sides as well and then that's what happens but yeah so it can be hatred as well mainly it's typically it's typically negative it's typically like you see something in somebody else that you really dislike an example that i can give is american politics right um so there are two sides even though that's definitely not the case but they've made it out as if you're a democrat you're a republican there's no in between there are those extremes right I'm not trying to vouch for either one of the parties. I'm just giving an example. But um, sometimes you see Republicans and they're like, oh, Democrats are just such snowflakes. They can't take any opinion that doesn't align with their worldview. They're always trying to force the way that people talk and they're trying to do this and they're trying to do that and this, this, that and the other, right? But then just see somebody, if you go on Twitter, just type in Trump and you see somebody who's said something um, less than savory or just critical of Trump. And Republicans are right under there like, that's trash. Don't say anything about my prison. Okay, they don't say that. I don't know. But you can see that there's like a very big reaction and they're like, oh, well, the Democrats aren't much better. There's just this reaction to that right when they are like okay people should have free speech but when free speech is coming against them then they're upset about it you know that might be a poor example i hope it's not a terrible example but i'll bring up another example for things like um homophobia right um sexism racism typically you find people and they project all these things they'll project it onto women women are like this um or they'll project it onto gay people like gay people are so terrible they're so bad that happens a lot in um gay conversion therapy camps where you find that the people who ran these camps and were telling these gay children that like being gay is so horrible it's such a sin and they come out a few late years later and they're repenting and they're like i'm really sorry i found out that i am gay <laughs> and it's like that was a process of projection they were projecting this thing onto somebody else because they wanted to deny it and distance it from themselves in a real big way right and this is how you can tell that projection is different than just seeing something outside of you that's different than you right there are things in your external environment that either inform you or there are things in your external environment that affect you and when they affect you it's typically projection. So when you have a really strong reaction 
to someone, right? When you really have a strong reaction to that, then it's like, okay, maybe I'm projecting. Whether it's, I really hate this person, or I really hate that, or I really love this, and this is so amazing, and you're like admiring it. You could be projecting, right? So an example that I can give. Um, I grew up super religious, super Christian, um, and I was a really, like, judgy brat when I was a kid, because I'd been taught that so many things were bad, like, you shouldn't have sex, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't smoke weed, you shouldn't do any of this stuff, and I just used to look at people who, like, smoked weed, people who were, like, sexually liberated, and I wouldn't say anything to their face, but in my, in my mind, I was like, wow, <laughs> shame, you're going to hell, like, it's, it's horrible to say, but it was, like, very... It was just like, ugh, why would you do that? You know, why would you be this type of a person? Why would you... I remember, oh, shame, my friends. Ah, oh, when we were in high school, there was one time and they were, like, smoking weed and... I almost felt to myself like, wow, I can't be friends with these kids, right? Um, and it might be a poor example, but I then found myself years later down the line, um, a full-on stoner, you know, in university. I was stoned like a lot of the time and I was like this stuff is okay why was I having such a visceral reaction to these people before and it's probably because there was a level of curiosity inside me as well I am a generally open-minded and curious person now that I've let go of the dogma of my upbringing and maybe that's why I was having such a visceral reaction to people who were open-minded and just free before because that was a part of me that I wanted to express but I wasn't able to express and I was trying to distance it from myself like no that's bad that's terrible and then that's what happened so projection is the main one okay let me check on my notes for the next okay you can also see it in some things that you might be compelled to, some types of art, for example, um, dark humor, or if you really enjoy like war, war movies, or just like horror movies and gore and stuff like that. Sometimes, and most of the time actually, that is the shadow trying to find an avenue to live and to be expressed and to be indulged, basically. So some people will laugh at something that they wouldn't usually laugh at because it's seen as fucked up but they're laughing because the shadow there's a part of them that you know in polite company they're not able to express these things but then when the stage is set let's say it's a comedy set or when it's a movie and it's okay for you to indulge in these things you find yourself compelled interested laughing you know enjoying so yeah that's another way Another way that you can see your shadow is in patterns. Um, when you continuously do certain things, right? It keeps showing up. And sometimes you don't realize that it keeps showing up. So an example that someone spoke about when I was like reading up on the shadow was relationship patterns, right? And you find yourself in relationships with maybe the same type of person over and over and over again. And they keep doing the same types of things to you that you don't really enjoy and supposedly that's why you break up with them but you find yourself in a relationship with someone who does basically the same thing again you know in the next relationship so where is that coming from there's something in your shadow right that you probably haven't acknowledged um that is gratified by that dysfunctional relationship or that dysfunctional relationship style and you continuously do it because you're not aware of it right so you can look at patterns you can really sit down and be like hmm what are some of the patterns in my life that maybe I didn't recognize at the time but now in retrospect like I see that this is something that keeps on happening over and over again another way that you can discover it is through people giving you the same feedback over and over again 
Um, so for example, you might think that you are a very chill person, like, I'm so chill, nothing bugs me, but then if people say, you know, like, yo, both this person and I think that you have a bit of a temper problem, or for example, I'll speak about something like addiction, that's something that really plagues my generation at this moment but um sometimes we look at our compulsions like maybe i drink a lot and we don't want to believe it we don't want to acknowledge that maybe we have a drinking problem but people keep coming to us and they're like yo you know what happened yesterday was like a lot or like i don't know i'm just trying to think of examples i feel like they're I hope that no one thinks I'm referring to them, by the way. A lot of these things are things that I experienced myself. Like, in university, I didn't think I had a drinking problem because I didn't need to necessarily drink, but when I did drink, I would binge, and then it would be a mess. And people would just be like, B, that was a mess. But I didn't think it was a problem because I'm like, I could not drink for the next four months and I would be fine. But the way that I was drinking wasn't healthy. So, yeah. You can find it in the things, the feedback that you get from people because it's a blind spot, essentially. So people come to you and they tell you this, this, that, and the other, and you're like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. Okay, that is me. So, yeah. Moving on, moving on, moving on. Ooh, another good one is um, when there's stuff that you're super embarrassed by, right? Um, Something happens, whether it's, for example, I gave the example of getting angry and then you have an outburst and you're like, oh my God, that's so cringy. That's so, so, so cringy. I'm so embarrassed. Or you get super drunk and you black out and you do all of these things and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I did that. And you are mortified. Those might be things that are in your shadow. You said they're not me, but they actually are you, you know? <laughs> For example, I have a very silly example. But, um, I've had times where I just have awkward moments and then they replay over and over and over and over and over in my mind. And the truth is, I'm so embarrassed about it because those are parts of myself that I'm trying to just shove away from me. I'm trying to not be the dork that I actually am. Um, And I hate that part of myself and I just try to always tuck it away and I try to always be cool and like suave when I'm around people. Um, So when something really awkward happens, it embarrasses the heck out of me. And that's a way to basically see what is functioning within my shadow. Oh yeah, and last thing. The things that other people's faults that you get really, really aggravated over, right? So an example I can give, because now I have a roommate. If, well, it's not something she did, but just remembering from my times of living with roommates, let's say your roommate like leaves things out, right? And you just get angry, like irrationally angry. Like it hasn't really changed your life that much because they left something out on the table or whatever have you. You don't even really need to move it. You're just irritated because you're like, this person is just so unthoughtful and they just, they're careless and it pisses you off. It's likely that you've done something to the same effect at a different time, right? And you're just angry because you have that, you know, in that something like that as a facet of your own personality. Okay, so... I've given you a couple examples of how we can recognize the shadow and I hope that one thing that you guys have seen as kind of a through thread is that we can't really control it. It just kind of pops out whenever it wants Um, and the funny thing is with all of these things, whether it's like anger, like murderous tendencies where you're like so angry, well not murderous tendencies, not murderous tendencies, but like murderous thoughts and stuff like that. Because some people get like that angry, like, I'll fucking kill this person, those types of things. We tend to try like avoid them and banish them from ourselves because it's scary. Like imagine if 
like anger is super destructive and if that thing were to become super like fully unleashed right you probably are scared of the type of damage that you could cause the type of destruction that you could cause the bridges that you would burn with friends family all of those types of things your professional um network and all of that so we tend to try push it away right because we think that that's going to help us um avoid it but that's not really how it works because when you keep denying these things you keep pushing them away from yourself you're unfamiliar with them right when you're like yo i got really angry that time that's not me and you try to forget about it you're never going to inquire into the quality of that part of your shadow like why did i react that way um you fail to control the shadow you fail to anticipate what it's going to do when it's going to come out just because you're super unacquainted with it and it's always going to come out and that's why it's good to know about it and i can only give an example from my life where i grew up if you guys have watched previous episodes i may have touched on it if not um in a super just authoritarian household super strict super um yeah just like i was told how to be constantly and one of the things i was told implicitly and explicitly not to be was sad or angry or any of these negative emotions that aren't necessarily palatable or convenient for my parents you know i kind of always had to be pleasant cool you know even if they'd done anything that really affected me i wasn't allowed to have emotions of grief sadness or anything i just had to be completely pleasant otherwise i was being rude it was an environment where i was basically coerced into always being pleasant and that went into my ego i grew up about 20 years of my life thinking that i was just so mentally stable and nothing could shock me nothing could shake me i was just happy like i was just super pleasant and everyone at school who was like sad and all of that i was just like what's going on like y'all are weird like why can't you control your emotions i really didn't understand that um because i'd relegated sadness emotion vulnerability all of these things to my shadow when i turned 20 and i went through some things they showed up <laughs> and they showed up and didn't leave i was depressed anxious um just full of suffering and sadness and all of these unfelt emotions and um all of this vulnerability like i cry so much now because back then i didn't want to cry and like let anyone see how i was feeling or anything so these things came and they stuck with me for 6 years of me dealing with just shadow basically essentially shadow 24/7 um so yeah i look he kind of feel as well cuz collectively as the world as humanity we've kind of relegated a lot of things to the shadow as well we've gotten into this very masculine energy of like we love to work we like to make money um people want to be logical and all of these things so things like emotion feeling your emotion experiencing your emotion have been relegated to our collective shadow and they show up um those things show up in all of the negativity that we experience in this world whether it's addiction whether it's war whether it's people who abuse other people these are ways that the collective shadow just kind of like comes out because of all the things that we've relegated um and refuse to acknowledge refuse to own 
and refused to accept. So my camera died, so we have reverted to the cell phone, but we're rapidly running out of light! And hopefully I'm not running out of, sp out of space on my phone, but we're gonna quickly try and wrap this up. Um, sorry, I heard like three planets are in retrograde today, so maybe that's why my electronics are acting up on me. But yeah, I was basically just speaking about the shadow and how we try to deny it and we try to just distance it from ourselves because we hope that by distancing it, we're going to keep it under control somehow, right? But this is kind of counterintuitive um, because when we don't own the parts of our shadow, um, when we don't allow ourselves to look at them, um, to work on them, to really become acquainted with them, then they take over us, they control us, um, they become bigger than they need to be and they act out. The shadow aspects of ourselves act out in ways that um, are probably destructive. So I wanted to read out um, one of the ways I wrote down basically um, from one of the books, and I'm going to mention the books in the description box that helped me to kind of understand this concept and help me along my journey of shadow work. And basically shadow work is the work that you do where you're trying to integrate the shadow back into yourself to make yourself whole again, to heal the split. And that doesn't mean necessarily that like, oh, okay, if I have all of this anger, then that means I'm going to own it and I'm going to just be an angry person. No, it just means that instead of trying to distance yourself from it and deny those things about yourself, good or bad, because as we said, the shadow has it, it can manifest in different ways um instead of distancing themselves from you you recognize them and understand how to have those parts of yourself live out intelligently in ways that honor those sides of you but don't necessarily um destroy <laughs> destroy people around you things around you and that type of a vibe so yeah basically these are the reasons to do shadow work um, it's to come into right relationship with your shadow and lead you back to your buried potential. That could be your buried potential for bad that you are not aware of. And if you don't acknowledge it, then it'll leap out when you don't want it. Or your potential to be amazing that you haven't um, taken hold of the gold that's in your shadow. So through shadow work, we achieve more real self-acceptance based on who we truly are, based on our true whole. So there's a lot of self-loathing that people experience when they have these shadow act outs or they're super embarrassed or they're shocked that that happened. The reason is because you're not acknowledging that those things may potentially be a part of you. And because you don't acknowledge that they're a part of you, when they come out, they do things that you don't want them to do. And yeah, when you understand your shadow, when you acknowledge your shadow, if it comes out and it leaps out, then it sucks, but you can understand that you're not judgmental of it. You're just like, I am just a whole human and I can now see that that's a part of me and I can work on that part of me so that it doesn't come out in that way as much anymore. You feel free of guilt and self-loathing, as I said, from negative feelings. Um, you recognize your projections that color your opinions of others. So you recognize when it's like, I'm saying and I'm putting all of this stuff out onto that person. This person's like that. This group of people does this. These types of people do that. When it's actually something that is within yourself that you need to own, that you need to look at and be like, hmm, what about me? In what facets um, of my personality and wh what ways of my life do I also manifest those same qualities that I'm always trying to put on someone else outside of me. Um, you heal your relationships because 
all of the acting out that we do in our relationships, for example, you're in a relationship with somebody and you always are just com- in a jealous rage constantly and you don't understand what's going on because you haven't acknowledged that maybe you have some facets of your shadow that are wounded that need to be healed and stuff like that. You heal your relationships when you actually look at your shadow because you then are honoring those parts of you, whatever your shadow is showing you maybe that healing and all of that you can go and you can do that because you're familiar with it because you've owned that it's a part of you um and you use the creative imagination via dreams writing art and rituals to own the disowned self so yeah as i was saying before the shadow needs to live a real life not a real life but it needs to um be expressed but in an intelligent way um, because it's a part of you. So some people express it through writing, um, whether it's writing out their depression and their anxiety, or some people, you know, might create, I think of like people like Quentin Tarantino, um, his really bloody movies might be a way for him to allow his shadow to live out in that way so that he's not doing, um, murderous things to people around him. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's the other thing about the shadow because the shadow, since I was saying it's a part of us, when all of these things arise in you that you try to deny or that you dislike or whatever it is, they are actually you. So it's almost like getting upset at, um, this is an example that I read in a book where it's like, I'm so upset that I'm pinching myself. Like, how, how do I stop pinching myself? You can't ask yourself that. You're the person inflicting these things on yourself. Your shadow is trying to live a real life. You know what I'm saying? So for example, like if, um, you're feeling anxious and you're like, how do I stop feeling anxious? Or if you're depressed, and you're like, how do I stop feeling depressed? Those, those are parts of you. Those parts of you actually want to exist. And they're typically directing you to something that you might not actually, um, be ready to acknowledge. So the way to, the way to actually have these things stop and not in a way where it's like, I'm going to do this so that I stop feeling depressed. Um, but it's just to let those parts of you live. If you're depressed, feel that sadness, feel it. Don't try to push it away. Don't try to judge it and loathe yourself because you're feeling that. Feel it. Feel all of it. When you're feeling anxious, feel the anxiety because that part of you that wants to live is going to live regardless. So you just have to let it happen. And then you might find that there's certain things that you end up learning from the experience. When you sit in your anxiety and you really let it wash over you, then you might realize where it's coming from. Oh, I'm anxious because this thing might have happened in my childhood that's now popping out now as an adult. Let me try and understand it a little bit better. Oh, okay. That's why this is happening, you know, and these types of things. So basically you can't stop those parts of you from leaping out whenever they want to leap out. The only way that you can stop them from leaping out in a way that is destructive, in a way that's embarrassing, in a way that inconveniences you and others is for you to get acquainted with it. So that is my challenge as the Mirror Club, guys. Um, I haven't been able to get as deeply as I want to get into it, but please read the books that I then put down into the description. And there's one last exercise that I do want you guys to do that might help you identify certain things in your shadow. And I just want you to write down the parts of yourself. And this is um, Christina Lopes who suggests this in her shadow work. She says, write down parts of yourself that you dislike, parts of yourself um, that you have seen and they like scare you and that you judge, right? And then also try write down parts 
in others, personality traits in others that you dislike, right? And then you write all those things down and you can start looking at them, see how they've manifested in you. Also write down the things that you've heard from other people about you that you're like, that's not me. Write all of that down and really start to sit with it. Go through your life, start seeing the ways that these things actually do kind of manifest in your life sometimes and you're just not acknowledging them. Just try and, yeah, see how the shadow manifests. And that's all I have for today, guys. I hope it has been a... It's definitely not been a succinct explanation, but I hope that it's been a good enough one. If you have any more questions, comment. Please do comment. Also, let me if you know if you guys want to do, like, lives um, at the end of the week or between the bi-weekly uploads. Let me know if you'd be into that so that we can chat about some of these things, um, get into more depth with them, because some of them are, like, dense topics. But, yeah, we're going to dive into this again in the more spiritual sense of it in later episodes also get into whatever has been missed but yeah i hope you guys understand what the shadow is now read those books that i put in the description and i hope that you just have a better time healing that split owning the parts of yourself that may not be super savory but learning how to make sure how to control how they come out do things that are creative maybe write you know um maybe watch certain things like certain shows or whatever that make allow that part of yourself to live in a way that isn't just crazy and uncontrollable so yeah all right guys i will see you next time i'm gonna have a guest next time and yeah have an amazing week and i'll also catch you guys on the socials please do like comment and subscribe and i'll see you next time peace